0: My name is David Gottlieb, and I am the rabbi of Congregation Shomri Amunah in Baltimore, Maryland. This will be the second in a series of shiurim discussing the halachos of our preparation for Shabbos. We mentioned in our first shiur a number of times that the preparation for Shabbos is a fulfillment of kavod Shabbos. It is worth noting that, in fact, not only is preparation a fulfillment of Kavod Shabbos, strong Honor for Shabbos, but that according to a number of prominent achronim, such as the Vilna Gaon, as well as the Brisker Rav, Ravel this is in fact the definition of Kavod Shabbos. Namely, actions that are done in honor of or in preparation or in anticipation of Shabbos, but done before Shabbos, during the week, that is the definition of Kavod Shabbos as opposed to other actions, perhaps even the very same ones. But if they're done on Shabbos itself to enhance the Shabbos experience, those are defined not as the fulfillment of kavod, honoring Shabbos, but rather of oneg, enjoying or having pleasure on Shabbos. One of the primary issues which relates to our Honor and anticipation of Shabbos has to do with the meals that we prepare to eat on Shabbos. Of course, there is a mitzvah, ideally, to eat three meals on Shabbos. It's a very central component of our Shabbos experience. The Shulchan Aruch in Simon Reish Membez discusses the unfortunate situation of someone who is in a difficult, perhaps even dire, financial situation and is not easily able to afford fulfilling this mitzvah for all three meals. What is one to do in such a case? So the Shulchan Aruch Paskins, that in such a case, if he can at least scrounge together enough money to eat for two meals, then he should disregard the third meal and at least be able to provide for himself and his family for those two meals. The Mishnah Brewer explains that this Psaq, where we say it's better to disregard that third meal as long as one can afford the first two, is what Rabbi Akiva was referring to in his famous ruling, that one should have a more chol, uh, a, a profane, or a more secular, not kadosh experience on Shabbos, rather than the need to borrow or to take handouts or tzedakah from others. Namely, the Mishnah Brewer is saying that Rabbi Kiva's comment was not absolute, but rather, if all one can do, all one has to do, excuse me, is to forego one meal, they have two, but they don't have to have the third. So even though that's a little bit of a hole it's not fully fulfilling Shabbos. Nevertheless, that is considered sufficient. Better that than having to ask for tzedakah. However, says the Mishnah if one can't afford any of the meals, or if only even one meal, then even Rabbi Akiva would say one is required to ask for tzedakah and accept handouts and charity in order that they should be able to fulfill the mitzvah of the Shabbos meals. Is one obligated to borrow money in order to fulfill the mitzvah, to take out a loan in order that they should be able to have Shabbos meals. The Gemara Beitzah, Dav Tezvav, on addresses this and, in fact, rules that a person should take out a loan and concludes by saying that Hashem says to that person, "Bni lavu alai v'ani pareya. Essentially, God is apparently guaranteeing that he will make sure the person can repay the loan. The poskim are or quoted by, for example, the Shah HaTzion here, as well as the Shmir Shabbos Kilchasa in Parak Membez, Ha'ara Ayin Aleph, chapter 42, note 71, debate the scenario in which this Gemara is referring to. Some see it in a more limited context, that a person does not have readily available cash to buy the meals, but he does have assets, such as real estate, and therefore he is told, borrow, And hopefully Hashem is guaranteeing that you will come into cash assets that will allow you to repay the loan. However, you you will be able to repay the loan regardless because even if you don't end up having the cash, you could liquidate the other assets such as the real estate to be able to repay it. However, if someone has no assets whatsoever, and it's totally unrealistic that they would ever be able to repay a loan, then that's not what the Gemara is referring to. One should not take out a loan, because in fact, not repaying a loan is itself an avera, and in fact might create additional problems such as chil Hashem. There is a minority view, however, it's worth noting, who does hold that one should borrow if one can, no matter, with the trust that Hashem will help you repay the loan, even as unrealistic as it may appear.